Hi, my name is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast of the New Testament. I'll be using as the text the King James Version, along with the Joseph Smith Translation. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll also be using quotes from general authorities of the Church, the Apostles and Prophets, and BYU professors and others, and uh, every word out of the Scriptures themselves. So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you've come to the right place. Welcome. Hi there, this is the New Testament podcast by Brad Constantine, and uh, this first lesson is going to be more of an introduction to the New Testament, just to kind of give you an explanation and a reference point from where we are here and what we're going to be covering this year in the New Testament. The New Testament is divided into four parts. The Gospels, which are, which are a record and witness of Jesus Christ's life, mission, and teachings. The book of Acts, an account of the ministry of the apostles, mainly Paul among the Gentiles and Peter among the Jews. The epistles, letters of Paul and other church leaders to instruct and edify. And the Lord's revelation to John on the Isle of Patmos, the book of Revelation. Using our calendars, Jesus lived 12,053 days or 33 full years. The New Testament only documents a record of 31 days of his life. So you can see that uh, we have very little, very limited amount of uh, anything that even mentions Jesus or talks about his life at all, huh? Keep in mind that many plain and precious things have been taken out of the writings of the gospel writers. Uh, They had different approaches to describing Jesus' life. Matthew wrote either in Hebrew or Aramaic because the church had not yet spread to Greek-speaking areas around Palestine. The sayings written by Matthew were recorded during Jesus' lifetime. Matthew was a publican and spoke both Greek and Aramaic. He became an apostle. He tried to convince his fellow Jews that Jesus Christ was the Messiah. He cited the Old Testament more than the others and that Jesus was the fulfillment of prophecies. Mark was the interpreter of Peter. He neither heard the Lord nor followed him, but wrote what we heard, what he heard. Peter said, Peter's, um, he heard what, what Peter say of his experiences with Jesus. It is believed that Mark wrote mainly to the Romans or Gentiles, stressing the deeds and miracles of Jesus. Mark's given name was John, and his Latin surname was Marcus or Mark. He was the son of a woman named Mary, in whose Jerusalem home the early disciples met. He also accompanied his cousin Barnabas and the Apostle Paul on some of their missionary journeys. Mark's work was probably the first written and was used as a source by Matthew and Luke. It is believed by some that the Last Supper was held in the home of John Mark. Luke, the physician, was well educated. Luke gives full detail on the psychological reactions of the apostles and the physical proof of the resurrection. Luke was converted by those who walked with Christ. Luke may have met with many of the women mentioned in his gospel while waiting for Paul to be released from prison. These interviews were the source regarding the birth of Jesus. Luke wrote mainly to the Greeks. Luke was companion to Paul on some of his missionary travels. John's purpose is to explain what he is and explains by describing him as the word, meaning Christ. John's John's book has 21 chapters that deal with the period before and during Jesus' mortal ministry. The last chapter is after his resurrection. 
Of the first 20 chapters, half are devoted to his last six days in mortality. John was the last writer and had the benefit of having copies of the other three Gospels. He added what the others lacked, an account of what had been done by Jesus first of all and at the beginning of the preaching. His writings were as an intimate eyewitness of Jesus' life. John tells what it was like to be with the Master privately. John is in part the gospel of the personal conversations of the Savior. John's main objective is to bear witness that Jesus is the Christ. John's account is written to the saints. Perhaps nothing we can do more, or perhaps nothing we can do can have a more profound effect on our lives than to study the life of Christ. If we immerse ourselves in the mission of the Savior and learn from his example and his words, we cannot help but feel the purifying influence of his character. There are four keys to gaining the most from reading the Gospels. One, the study, study the Gospels in light of the Gospel truth that has been revealed in modern times. Two, rely upon the Holy Ghost. Three, learn how the ancient writers expressed themselves. And four, understand the Gospels within their own context. Also keep in mind that the uh, New Testament, we have about 7,000 or so uh, manuscript copies of the New Testament, none of which are the same. So you can see uh, how do you determine which is the true uh, version of the scriptures. So that's when, when that's why we have the article of faith that says we believe the Bible to be the word of God so far it is translated correctly. Um, so anyway, we have some challenges in, in uh, understanding and making sure that we understand the, the New Testament, but uh, we can do that as mentioned here by the power of the Holy Ghost. I bear witness that the book that the Bible is true and the New Testament is true. The account of Jesus's ministry and life is is a true account, and that we can draw closer to our Savior by uh, studying the New Testament. And I say that in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Welcome to the New Testament podcast. Bye.